Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. There was a lot happening here at the Saints facility last week as the Saints signed three free agents on Friday, running back Jamal Williams and defensive tackles Nathan Shepard and, and Colin Saunders. All three joined me on today's podcast, giving us some insight into who they are. Let's kick things off with Jamal Williams. Williams joins the Saints from the Lions, where he set a single-season touchdown record last year at 17. Jamal, welcome to New Orleans. Thank you for inviting me to New Orleans. You got here today. You signed your papers. You talked to the media for the first time. Mm-hmm. You looked like you were about to take off at the podium. I was ready. How, yeah, how ready are you? Like, What are you so excited about? I'm just I just love football and so I just love the opportunity of just playing and then grateful for the opportunity of getting paid to play and then you know like playing in the NFL is not for long so when you get you know released or your contracts up and then you get another contract from a different team that's always a blessing because you know it's just your it just shows how hard you've been working how much you know how much you how much your value is in playing football and how much you know people want you on their team so i'm just every time i get a new one you know this is my third well 13 mm-hmm. i'm just grateful to be here i'm grateful for the opportunity to just bring what i what i bring just in general in life and as a person to this football team obviously very productive season for you last year and you've said that you want to bring a little bit of a different game here to new orleans mm-hmm. I know that the fan base is going to love your personality. This city is very eclectic. They always like to party. They like to have oh, a good time. Oh, I've I've seen. Can I talk about this? Yeah. Okay. I've seen this thing on YouTube. Well, not yeah, on YouTube. But I've been seeing things on YouTube about New Orleans uh-huh. for a while. And I just think it's so funny just how many characters and people and yeah. just the personalities are here. So I just love, like, no love for that just because of how they is. It's yeah. just it's this great spot for me because everybody got just personalities right. that are just, huh, just exploding out. And it's just great. Well, your personality definitely seems to be that. that. Nah, mine is more of exploding only if I feel comfortable. If I don't feel comfortable, then I'm I'm so quiet. I'm like a church mouse. I don't talk at all. But once I feel comfortable and I, you know, and I feel good and where I'm at, then, yeah, look out. How did you handle hard knocks then? Honestly, I tried to handle it by not worrying about where they at Mm -hmm. and just go out there and do what I regularly do. But, you know, just for me being who I am and just how my personality be sometimes, they be following me a lot. Right. (laughs) And so I don't like I promise I don't look for the cameras they just come and look for me (laughs) that's basically how it is but nah i just be trying to just show like my authentic self no matter if it's on camera or if it's not of just being me yeah i mean people can never be like oh he's not like that you know what i mean but i'm always me all the time before the camera started i've always been just uh just a boy from california literally wanted to play football for his dream and that's it but I've been learning a lot that that comes with playing football. So, and that comes with you know distractions. It comes with bad, well, good and bad distractions. Mm-hmm. But distractions, people thinking you know 
And the worst thing I hate is like when people can see your salary and stuff. People think they know how much you make. They think they know, you know, how rich you are and all that. And I'm like, I'm not even rich. I don't even got a house yet. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still living with my uncle just because I'm saving, you know? Yeah. I'd rather save than spend. And that's just the type of life I'm living. I just love football, but at the same time, I don't let what we make and how, what we do in football change what type of person I am. Sure. Like, I'd rather spend money on game consoles than jewelry or, you know, clothing or stuff like that. So You came in here, you have a Pokemon hat on, yeah. and you have said you're an anime nerd. Oh, yeah. I'm all nerdy. That's me for sure. When did that start, and, and what's your fascination with it? Oh, what? Anime? Yeah. Uh, I started anime when... I started anime when I was little, and I didn't even know I was watching anime. Mm-hmm. And I was... And, Mostly started with like Naruto, uh, Inuyasha, um, these shows where, for me, I learned so much. I learned more from anime than I, than I do in like real life. Because in real life, you know, people put on those personas on cameras and stuff like that. And then, but for me, on for anime is you know you can't. For me, on anime is like it shows people going through. It may be dramatic sometimes. But it shows people going through good and bad times in their life. And a lot of them going through bad times. Like, there's a lot more bad, bad stuff that happens mm-hmm. in animes than in good. But for me, I, I learned so much from just the shows I've been watching. I learned so much from, I'll give you one example, okay. Naruto. Naruto is a kid who was born in this village where his parents are dead. His parents are gone. He's a little kid. And plus... Plus, he has a demon inside his his belly that's with a curl. We got a curse seal on there, and so everybody in the village know that he has a like a demon in his in his stomach. So they literally like neglect him, not looking at him, don't talk to him, or or they saying bad things to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you a kid in a village where people don't even want to talk to you. They're shunning you, talking bad about you. You would think, you know, you would leave, don't want to be there, uh, become evil, you know, have bad intentions. Mm-hmm. But Naruto ended up wanting to become Hokage, which is basically like president of that village. And he wanted to show people, you know, you may say stuff about me, you may do this, but I'm not who y'all think I am. I'm actually a good person who actually cares about you when you don't care about me. I care about y'all. I'll fight for y'all. I fight to the death for y'all. You know what I mean? And that's really just what I got from Naruto and that. Like, he followed this one dude named Sasuke. Sasuke's in there, too. Uh-huh. And Sasuke literally <laughs> is the point of he he's going through the journey to just get power and be raw. And, like, he he's letting his emotions and anger and everything uh, drive him to wanting power and to be stronger and stuff. While Naruto is, he only doing it because he has to stop you from being evil like mm-hmm. he wants you to understand that you're my friend i don't want to have to fight my friend he literally goes and chase sasuke for i don't know how many episodes of, <laughs> of fighting him and then sasuke running away mm-hmm. you know and it's just and it's him not giving up like he could have been gave up not want to be his friend anymore just say i ah, forget him just let him be he's a lost cause but at the end of the day he kept that same motivation of understanding that he's a great person and he knows that sasuke is a great person and you just got to beat it, beat the sense in him sometimes yeah. to make him a great person again. So now Sasuke is great. He's he awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> like, these are little things that you've taken oh, from watching man. this that have built who you are as a person. You're going to yeah. you're going to fight 
hard for your friends, for this city, for your new team. Always. And that's like, and I don't even have to be, I don't have to be on the team for years or, you know, Mm -hmm. months. Like, as soon as I'm on the team and I know I'm there, I signed, and we part of a team together, you are now my brother. Mm -hmm. You are now my teammate. You are now someone I, I care for. You are now someone I will make sure we all good. Like, if you in trouble, call me. If you need help with something, call me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here to help in any way I can as a, as a teammate or or just as a, a person and just learn how to just keep being nice. You know what I mean? And just understand that, like, being nice and showing those type of blessings brings you blessings. And, sure. that's, and that's the thing I've been living my life on is show blessings, give more, um, be nice, and all that will literally come back to you. Do so. you know who is a, a huge anime fan? Who? Zion Williamson. Is he? Who, you know, is right across. Well, not right now. He's in Houston. But, you know, their facility is right here. Which is crazy to me. I've never been next to. Well, yeah. I've never been, like, two facilities next to each yeah. other. This is nuts for me. But I like that, though. So you guys are going to have to link up because he's obsessed. I have to see. I got to see what shows he watch. My greatest thing about finding other people who watch anime is finding out, like, what's their favorite shows. What well, he talks about Naruto a lot. <laughs> wait, wait. I don't know. Naruto. 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 Yeah. Naruto. All right. Listen, you can't pronounce everything around here either yet. Uh, so I said I'll get Nula. better. I know love right. I said Nola right. Can you say Nula? Does Nula count? No. You can't say Nula? Okay. No. I, uh, I'm just making sure because I just need to make sure. Nola. I'll and stick with it. Beignets. I don't think I'll ever get that one right though. Anyways, at one point, we'll link you up with Zion. You guys can nerd out. I'm sure you'll have a lot in common. I love nerding out, though. It's great. <laughs> I love finding other people who watch anime because at the end of the day, we the only ones that understand it. Yeah. No, crazy. he's definitely, he's really into it. When you see Taysom, have you talked to him when you? Mm-hmm. you I already taste my boy T. He's so great. I love him, man. What was the exchange like? Oh, nothing, nothing too quick yet. Because I want to see him in person. Yeah. I want to express. I want to express my emotions to him when I see him. He's so great. But nah, he I already texted him. You know, and we already texted a little bit. He helped me get uh, acclimated. Let me say that. Uh, I don't think I said acclimated. that word. Acclimated. 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 There you go. Mm. I was trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> to the, just to where I'm at right now. So. I just appreciate him. He been he's been a great dude. I've loved him since BYU. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I'm just grateful to be able to be on the same team again with him again. Like I can't wait to see him so we can do that meme. Be like, look at us. Look yeah. at us. <laughs> Back at it again. Look at us. But that's my boy though. I love him with a passion. That's good. I mean, the fan base loves him too. So I think it's gonna be exciting to see you two playing together. We're gonna do just a couple, and these are gonna be quick questions, like Go rapid fire. You All good? right. What is your favorite post game meal? Honestly, I would say wings, like uh, 10 piece. If I get 12, 12, 12 piece, like six lemon lime pepper. Mm-hmm. Other one, like I always have six as lemon lime. And the other one I can always change. It depends on how saucy I'm feeling. What's one thing that's on your bucket list? On my bucket list? I like motorcycles. So I always wanted to, and I'm from California, mm-hmm. so I don't know what it is, but I will always want to like ride my motorcycle from cali to vegas okay so you have one uh motorcycle yeah not yet i had a dirt bike but right now you know 
life is hitting me right now. <laughs> so I've just been sticking with what I know. But yeah, those are things like after football. Those those are stuff I'm right. gonna do afterwards. Yeah, we can't have you getting hurt there. Yeah, I'm not doing that right now. What's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? When you have your headphones on, the real headphones. I'm not talking about AirPods. AirPods, people can come up to you, start talking to you just because. Uh-huh. But when I have my headphones on, these are the ones I wear, the ones that go over your ears. When I have my headphones on and and somebody just walk up to you and just start talking to you, like I ain't got my headphones on. Yeah, so I just yeah absolutely. I usually keep them on and just look at them. Until they mouth start moving, <laughs> stop moving, and I take them off. You're like, huh? What'd you say? Yeah. I have headphones on, but you know, well, that's my, that's my. Okay. That's moment. noted. Cause I'm sure I'll run into you at some point with headphones on. You're fine. Are you a morning or a night person? What do you count? Oh, it might be morning. Two o'clock to f- like five in the morning. You're up at that time? Yeah. I like to be awake when other people are asleep. When do you sleep then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay (laughs) that's the gamer life (laughs) the gamer life all you need is literally like like all i need honestly is like an hour most times even probably just an hour max most times of sleep and then i'm up again wow yeah it'd be like that sometimes but my times of being up especially on the weekends or i know i have no work or nothing like that Uh it's like two o'clock to like seven in the morning okay because most of the, well, in the prime times of those, it's like 4, 3 to 5 o'clock. That's most of the time when people are not awake. They're slumped. Yeah. And it's just so peaceful. Like, I literally will go outside and just sit there and just and just listen before it turns to, like, 6 or something when you hear the car start going and mm-hmm. stuff. So, I've been in places where there's, <laughs> there's not that many people. <laughs> Do you have a nickname? Oh, I got a lot. Do you want them all? I mean, How if many? your favorites. Oh, well, I, I use J Swag Daddy a lot. First swag, Kazakage. Those are my two. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are my real two I only use now. And BYU, they used to call me Baby J, which is crazy. But that was because I was the youngest at the time. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I'm a grown man. You know what I mean? I'm grown. Rider. Yeah, you've been around. You've done <sighs> stuff. Year six and year seven. This is year seven now. Pushing. And it, <laughs> it is crazy, too, because I, like, I feel like my personality is not left at all. I would think I would have grown in like. So you remind it. me of Cam Jordan. Do you? you the crazy do. part is I don't. <laughs> that's the crazy part. I don't like because he doesn't stop. Do he? He does not stop. He's mm. full of energy all the time. So I'm not exactly sure if that locker room is big enough for both of you guys when we come in there because he likes to hold court and and, and talk and talk. For me, I'm more of a like my personality is there, but I'm not gonna like I literally stay in my corner and chill. Like I'm not bringing no attention to myself. Yeah. But if you come and talk to me, then, you know, I'll give it to you. Yeah, Other yeah. than that, I'll be minding my business. Yeah. If y'all want to talk to me, just come to my locker. I'm not going <laughs> to go to court unless I talk to Cam first. And then I'm going to figure out the, the rules to that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to have to figure out how to coexist here. It's not even coexist. I just want to <laughs> I didn't want to talk to my boy, honestly. Because yeah. he seems like a cool dude. He so. is. He sounds like a great dude. Yeah. I want to play video games. I think, he, I think he does, but not that much. He's got like he's seen, four kids, so he's yeah. got a lot going on. Yeah. I feel like he's more of the fashion man because I seen him one time with that mustache thingy. What does he call it? The, the Cavalier. I call it the Cavalier. Like a three musketeers. That mustache, literally, I can I can count at least like four characters from anime <laughs> that has that same beard. I'm going to give him a picture of one of them. I wish he'd get it back, though. What are three things, and they can be short, that the fan base needs to know about you? I got a baby face, but it's, and I have no hair. I grow no hair. Uh, I mean, these are things they need to know about you. Oh, they they needed to know that. They need to know that. 
They have to know that. I am 24-7 nerd. I don't know how else to explain that. Like, I've been a nerd since I was in high school. Well, since I was little. Mm-hmm. Like, middle school. Watching, like, playing chess. Like, I was a part of the chess club in the morning <laughs> in middle school. Uh, I used to run around with a big backpack on. Hands behind my back, running. Only reason I had friends, literally, is because I was good in sports and mm-hmm. playing football and stuff. So they had to accept me for who I was. <laughs> and then that's basically how I come. Like, I still get teased to this day from my friends about just running around with a big-ass big, big ass backpack. I'm talking, like, hiking backpack <laughs> and running to class. Running. With your hands behind you. No arm movement <laughs> behind your back. <laughs> and that was how I was running. So, but I I regret nothing. I love it all. I love how I grew up. So, what's another thing? Hmm. I am weird, and not your not your what you think is weird. Like, just because you change your color of your hair, you think you weird? No, that's that's not weird at all. Well, I think that's going to be just fine here, and I think everybody, I love it. yeah, is very excited to have you yeah. on the team, and and we're really looking forward to seeing you on the field. Thank you, I appreciate y'all, man. I'm grateful to be here. Can't wait to go to work. Can't wait to just be able to bring wins to this city. Yeah, you know they already been doing it, but I'm just grateful to be part of a great organization. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Defensive tackle Nathan Shepard last played with the Jets. Shepard is from Ontario and played college ball at, at Fort Hayes State in Kansas. Nathan, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I really appreciate it. I know it's been a busy day, but how are you doing? Doing great. Glad to be here. You're excited. You've kind of got everything behind you now. You know where you're going to be. You know how excited are you just to kind of step out to the Superdome for the first time? It's going to be it's going to be intense. I think we got what 13 games inside this year, but it's definitely going to be intense. It's going to be a good feeling for sure. I know you have a different background mm-hmm. than some of the other football players in the league coming from Canada, mm-hmm. playing over there. And in the equivalent of, of high school, you played a couple of different positions. Mm-hmm. How did you settle on defensive tackle? So first thing to know, I guess, in Canada, high school football, the funding is a bit different. So it's like you kind of got a great opportunity to get plugged in in a lot of different positions, um, played played all over the world, offense, defense, everything like that. Um, I used to play linebacker, but again, as I was growing up, filling into my body, made the transition to DN, and then eventually made the transition to D-tackle. Yeah. And then you go to school, yep. again, equivalent of college, mm-hmm. university there. Yep. You, you decided to take some time off to transfer somewhere in the United States. Yeah, so I originally went to Simon Fraser um, out of college, out of high school. It was a D2 mm-hmm. out in uh, Vancouver, so other side of the country, Canada, north of like Seattle. But basically... I did that program for about two years, but it just wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And um, I kind of wanted to play ball in the U.S. So I did take some time off, tried to figure things out, did um, work some jobs, did some junior college uh, classes online. And eventually I was able to transfer to Fort Hayes State University, which is a D2 in uh, Midwestern Kansas. Okay, you took a couple years off in between. Yeah. Tell me about you know, two years, the jobs that you had to do, mm-hmm. and then how you're able to still pursue football as a pro career? Well, shoot, what did I do? I worked seasonal jobs. Uh, I did construction. I did, I worked at a plant nursery. I worked at a boxing factory, printing factory. Um, you name it, I felt like I did it. I guess for me, I definitely still knew football was one of the greatest passions of my life at that time. 
And I definitely didn't just want to walk away the way and have that story end like that. So um, one of the difficult things was because of my eligibility, I knew I wasn't going to be able to go D1. Mm -hmm. um, decided, I was like, you know what, let me go D2. Let me go to uh, Fort Hayes because at the end of the day, whatever happens, at least I, I put it all out there. And I'll be satisfied with whatever happens. But I didn't want to just not try. I was reading a little bit about that time of your life, and it there was some article that said that you worked 12, 14-hour shifts mm -hmm. you know, in the factory. You did push-ups yeah. outside of that to stay in shape. Like I don't I don't know about the rest of the people out there, but push-ups wouldn't just do it for me. No, it was uh <laughs> that's funny. So that was I was doing 12 hours at a it was a printing factory. So you do your 12-hour shifts. Um basically all the the boxes for your soda cans, beer cans, printing those boxes. Um so yeah, it was 12-hour shifts, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for mm -hmm. 2 weeks and then 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. 2 weeks. Uh, I think we got breaks every 30, 30, I don't know, 30 minutes or to an hour or something like that. And uh, so then I was just like, all right, let me hit let me hit my 100 push-ups in between each break. Um, didn't even have a vehicle at the time, so I was biking to work, biking to the gym, and yeah, that was a grind. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that, that all encompassing, like, that'll do it, I guess. Mm -hmm. When you're, you know, now you're a pro, you've been playing here for several years, what's been, like, the biggest difference playing at the professional level? I mean, it's a job. At the end of the day, it's a job. So every other distraction that you may have had in high school, in college, that's exactly what it is. It's a distraction. And you know what? If you're going to make it as a pro, there's just more sacrifices and less distractions. We have to get to know you a little bit mm -hmm. outside of football. Okay. So our fans can kind of figure out who you are. All right. I so like this part. let's start with just like three things they need to know about you. Three things you need to know about me. Okay. I'm going to go... My probably favorite two TV shows. Okay. Um, let's go. I like Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, definitely any of that, anything coming out of that franchise, I definitely have to watch. Also, big uh, big Star Wars fan. Um, watching The Mandalorian Season 3 right now, absolutely loving it. Um, those are like probably my two biggest things that I like to watch. There are a couple of players you'll fit in with. You okay. know, I know Peyton Turner has a ton of figurines and stuff from Star Wars. Oh, really? I just started like getting into like the little Lego, like adult Lego Star yes, Wars stuff, yep. and it's like, love it. Yeah, that's him for sure. Um, what's your go-to post-game meal? Go-to post-game meal. Hmm. You know what? I think I gotta get a little bit some wings. I'll definitely could. Uh, that's exactly get some what wings. Jamal said. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Something about wings after a game fits. What's the one thing on your bucket list that you haven't done yet that you want to do? Honestly, I feel like there's there's a, there's a few things, but I definitely want to be able to travel a lot more mm -hmm. um, when uh, when time is when the time is available. Definitely get into that more. Any place in particular you want to go? Somewhere overseas. Doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll figure it out. Whether it's Africa, Australia, <laughs> wherever it might be. I just want to see new things. Sure. Are you an appetizer or dessert person? Appetizer for sure. Do you like morning or night? I'm, I would say I'm a, I try to be an early bird. Um, it, it fits well with my system, just getting up, getting a, being able to do whatever I got to do to be successful. So I would say morning. Do you prefer to be hot or cold? Hot or cold? Uh, I don't mind being cold. So I mean, okay, I've well you better get in, ready exactly, because it's about to be hot. Here. Exactly. No, for <laughs> sure. Honestly. Um, I've been all over. So been in Toronto, uh -huh. uh, New Jersey, 
you know, definitely cooler. But again, being in Kansas, used to that same dry heat. So yeah. whatever it is, is, is fine with me. All right. Um, what is your favorite snack? Favorite snack? Oof. I'm definitely like salty guy. Okay. So potato chips are definitely one of my weaknesses. That makes sense. With Sweets, these. not like as much, but or yeah. First dessert thing. yeah. What's um your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Hmm. I think, okay, having the heat or AC on and the windows open. <laughs> okay. I think that's like one of my... in the house, in, in the a car, house, like yeah. any, any of the... Bus. Car is fine, but it's like the heat's on and like a window's open. I'm like, ah, for whatever reason. What's your nickname? Shep. I go by Shep. Okay. And that just started when you were young? Uh, c- college, pretty much. So Nathan Shepard, but I go by Shep. One thing that you couldn't live without? Working out. For Makes sure. sense. Working out. What's going to be the thing that you bring to this team that kind of helps you fit in, you know, elevate the play on the field? You know, um, I'm about that work for sure. So I play, I play hard, I play aggressive, and I do it because it makes me feel comfortable. That's how I feel the game's supposed to be played. That's how I want my position to be played. And I want to just elevate all my teammates with my grind and have them elevate mine too. You are flying out tomorrow, mm-hmm. so you have a chance to go get some dinner. You have like a good spot picked out. Do you know what we're doing here? Okay, so I've been talking to people. Okay, I've been talking to people Derek all day. Derek rolled in here and went to Chipotle. He went to Chipotle. That was his first meal here. So okay. we're we're not allowing that to happen again. No. <laughs> so um, these are a few places I put down on my phone. Haven't figured it out yet. Forgive me if I say them wrong, but uh, Cajun persuasion, Drago's oysters. Yeah. Acme Oysters, Dominico's, GW Fins, Blue Oak, uh, what is it, Rock and Saki, uh-huh. Paco Tacos, Superior Seafood. I yeah. got a, I got a few places I got yeah. to hit. No, that's a good list. I mean, it kind of just depends if you want to go typical, like mm-hmm. Oysters, New Orleans, if mm-hmm. you like that. I'm definitely, like definitely oysters. love Oysters. All right. Well, good luck with that, and we look forward to seeing you on the field here soon. Thank you. Can't wait. Defensive tackle Colin Saunders played for the Chiefs last, where he won two Super Bowls. Colin, thank you so much for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. I appreciate you taking the time. We are happy to have you here. How are you doing? I know you're just here signing your papers. How, how are we feeling? I'm feeling great. You know, I um, definitely am excited. You know, I'm um, happy to have the whole process done and, you know, just wor- wor- worried about getting to the work now. So I'm doing good, though. I'm happy. I know that you have a relationship with Tyron Matthew. He was the first person that mentioned you coming here. It's talking about having you on your bas- his basketball team. I don't know if you got to spend some time in the locker room yet or see that they do have a, a basketball hoop set up in the locker room, but they do play basketball after practice a lot. Um, yeah. So now I guess you guys are going to be teammates. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to win some championships as well. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start playing basketball? Honestly, um, you know, I mean, just growing up playing basketball kind of with the, with the guys around the neighborhood. Um, but, you know, I started playing just uh, just like that, you know, back when I was like, I don't know, six, seven years old. And I always used to play with um, like the older kids and stuff like that because I'm the youngest out of all of my brothers. So mm-hmm. I always have to play like against older people. And um, but yeah, I started playing then and Actually, what's crazy is I actually never played, like, besides, um, you know, when I was, like, six or seven, and I played on a little YMCA league team. 
I I've never played organized basketball. Um, any like I never played in college or high school or even middle school. I played, you know, little teams here and there, but it wasn't never like no. I never played like for my school or anything. Yeah, I was reading up um on you a little bit, and you played rec in college, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't think this is offensive, but your nickname was Fat Kyrie. Absolutely, I take pride in that. It's not. Oh, it's not offensive. I, I love that. <laughs> it's my favorite one. That that's your favorite nickname. Yeah, absolutely. I you know because when you hear that, it's like an automatic respect. You know, it's like a okay, they're not calling him this for nothing. Let's you know, let's see what's going on here. And uh, you know, I'll be having to make my impressions or anything. You know, whatever I got to do on the court to make sure you know my name stick around. All right, well, you know that we have the Pelicans facility right next door, so maybe you can get on oh, the yeah. court. Absolutely, yeah. I, um, I've already had my people contact Zion and, um, <laughs> you know, so I'll just, I'll just give it out. I'll definitely – I am excited to be living in a town where there's an NBA team, even though, unfortunately, you know, the season gets over, it, over with, like right when I start moving them down there, but – it's just start back up, and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be at them games. I heard that, like, Cam, um, Jordan, and all of them, they used to – or gets to go down there a lot, and I'm going to be right there with them because I love basketball, like, a yeah, lot. Yeah, Cam Jordan's the one. He has uh, season tickets, so you got to hit him up for – Yeah, I'm going to make sure I get my season tickets too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we know that you play basketball. You said that you rap as well. Oh, yeah. Yep, I do. Are you gonna make a, a a song about? Is that what you say? Song? Are you gonna make a song about this experience and signing with the Saints? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got to. You know, it's that's all I like to make my music. You know, based off of just like experiences. That's what that's what make it flow better. You know, like not just making some little mess about whatever. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, I like to I like to make music. I'm. It's funny that like people hear my music and they're like, oh, you know, you're good at music. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually the least musically inclined in my family because, like, my brothers are all, like, seriously in music. Like, I'm the eyeball by playing football. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I'm the weird one out by being a, a professional athlete. And all my other – like, I'm the youngest out of them, and they all – like, my oldest, he's involved in um, church and, like, gospel and does music there. My brother is literally on tour with Taylor Swift right now as we speak. Hmm. So like yeah, I'm I'm not <laughs> I do music, but I'm not even the most talented musician wise in my family. Yeah, that's really cool. What is he doing with Taylor Swift? Uh, my brother he's a choreographer, um, and well a choreographer and a dancer. Okay. Um, yeah. Right now he's on tour uh, on the I think it's called what the Eros tour or something that Taylor Swift's on, and um, he is yeah he's out there dancing. Um, he's a uh, it's funny because so my brother's like an inch shorter than me. But he's like, you know, my size kind of like big guy. So he's a plus size dancer. And um, and yeah, he's everybody was, used to make jokes like, oh, uh, he want you supposed to be playing the same sport, you're supposed to be doing the same thing. But yeah, he's he's um catching fire right now, you know. Been dancing, been on tour, like this is like his third tour and all kind of stuff like that. So yeah, that's what he does with, with choreography and yeah. dancing. That's really cool. I mean, you definitely made a statement at the senior wall when you did your backflip and, and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
so we probably got some moves as well <laughs> oh i definitely got i can definitely dance that's not the that's not a question at all <laughs> i mean you know i'm from st louis i mean that's what we do i mean you know the shoulders get loose and then it's over with after that all right what are you looking forward to most about getting to new orleans playing in the superdome and being a saint um honestly i think you just said it right there i mean that dome is that's it's hot, you know what I mean? Like I definitely I've I've been there. Unfortunately, when we went um when I was with the Chiefs, I wasn't playing. I was um inactive. So, you know, I did also uh was that the I, it might have been the COVID year as well. So I don't even believe there were fans. Oh, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, but I definitely am excited and looking forward to, you know, feeling the energy of that dome. Cause I've played in a few domes in my life. Um, from college all the way till now and domes always just carry a different energy you know um when those those sound waves bouncing around off everything and you know you can feel the shaking and all of that man uh, you know domes are a different experience so i'm that's what i'm most excited about um as far as just playing playing for the new orleans saints and then just living in the city of new orleans obviously i mean i can't wait to check out these food spots that everybody be talking about you know what i mean like just uh, even even former teammates and uh, people from Louisiana, and they are um, excited for me and telling me recommending places to go. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I was only there for a day at a time, so I couldn't eat like twenty five things. But then <laughs> over these next three years, I'm gonna definitely find my spots. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of places you can't really go wrong. Um, I appreciate the time. It was great getting to know you a little bit off the field, and we're we're looking forward to seeing you on the field here soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to being on the field. I can't wait, can't wait to get to work. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.